Stats. Mike the Jag. Brandon, aka B Dog, aka the Butcher. I'm your host, Jeremy McKeon, aka the Cowboy. Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Because I spit hot fire. <laughs> Can I see the offense? <laughs> Imagine if we actually tried to use radio voices. Well, Johnny, welcome to Talking Pigskin. <laughs> what are the prices, John? <laughs> yeah. In, in like perfect. less than a month and a half. Thanks, John. Thanks for joining uh, us again. We're going to... Welcome to Talking Pigskin. <laughs> uh, as Johnny just said, uh, welcome back to Talking Pigskin. It is now... What are we at? Episode 32, guys? Hold up sure is uh so let's um uh like i was saying thanks for joining uh us again we're gonna do a little uh review so to review the 2018 season that's just so for me i mean it obviously starts with mahomes took the lead by storm oh yeah right yeah is saquon like, barkley Is Saquon Barkley the second story? Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, he made some big play by Eddie Brown. Like, it's so under. Like, to me, it's a terrible draft pick. Like, even after the, the season, just what, what, they, what did they do? Two thousand scrimmage yards. What did they do? But does that matter though? Because of what he's going to mean to the franchise. If the, if if they get a quarterback. Let me ask you this. In the 1990s, did they say the Detroit yeah. Lions were stupid for drafting Barry Sanders? What happens when they got to re-sign him in, in a year? Because he's going to follow the, the footprints of Gurley and Zeke okay. and not wait till that fifth year of the rookie we contract. We don't know if that's going to be a thing. So oh, let's it get will be a thing. I'm just saying, let's get out of the hypothetical. But even, even, even all, all waver from me saying that Zeke is the outlier in that thinking because of the way the Cowboys are constructed, that like drafting a running back that high is poor team management. Bad, it is, it's bad. No, I'm just laughing at Leonard Fournette going for. I don't see Jacksonville losing again. The Jags didn't work out. It worked out for the Cowboys. It did, but it, and that's what I'm saying, it, did, it didn't work out for the Jaguars. Well, the Cowboys had built up to that point. And that's With what I'm saying. And had the Giants? With their absolute no, the, no, the Giants no. revolve around a run come heavy. On, come on. Of course no, not. No, they just wanted. And that's why I'm saying a lot of his numbers are hidden. Saquon, Robert Pickham, ready to pick him. Yeah, they fell in love with him at the at the combine. Yeah, like, he's a trans, but he's a different talent. He's a, like he, he transcends the the position. 
Like what? What doesn't he do? That's what you have to ask about any football player. So then, what was the problem? Okay, no, that's the difference. When Zeke got drafted fourth overall, Mm -hmm. what happened his first season in the league? Thirteen and three with a with a fourth round draft pick who started the season as a third stringer, or actually as a fourth stringer. Does that make the pick? Does that make the pick justified in your eyes? But if they go to an extent, but if they go three and thirteen, it's not justified. A hundred percent. Okay, and that's what was their record this year? Five and eleven. Giants. Uh, I thought it was four uh, and twelve. Uh, yeah. Savon, look it up. Yeah, stats, thank you. Well, they're picking. They're p- picking six in front of Jackson. That's what I'm saying. Seven. So yeah. it yeah. wasn't good. I can't. And that, I can't argue with that your point. point. So I can't. It, that, that's that's what look like. Not to. Sh- I don't want to shit on Saquon. But yeah, like five, he's not the number. He, he's not the number two story to me behind Pat Mahomes this season. Okay. If anything, it's Drew Brees. Okay. And and that's crazy because the Patriots won the Super Bowl again. But is the Drew Brees story magnified because of the past interference that was not called and how that he should have went to the Super Bowl and scored more than three points? Could have sure. been. Oh, that game would have been totally different. Right. Anyone that thinks anyone oh, of that thinks so, so that I, I, I so just, that could make you don't know. And I, anyone that thinks he got robbed of an MVP this year likens it to 2009, the last time he got robbed for an MVP, Except but that went on one the Lombardi. Yes. yes. So. But my my only argument there is is that. Did Drew Brees get robbed? No. No, right? No, I don't Pat think Pat so. Mahomes was just... I mean, you want to talk about transcendent talent. He I mean, won the, this guy's he won the both, passes. Yeah, he won the, the Offensive Player of the Year and the MVP award. 5,000 yeah. passing yards and 50 TDs in his first fucking season as a starter is insane. No, it is. Like, even him preseason, I didn't project that. I project, like... Whatever it was, forty six hundred yards passing and, and forty plus, plus TDs. You said plus fifty like early week though. Week two, you week were, three. You I were, did. I did jump all over it. You were one of the first ones to say Very it. Very. I thought it was outlandish then, and he's thrown for fifty. What's the third biggest story in two thousand and eighteen? Because I got one. Uh, probably the Sean McVay butterfly effect. Oh, I like that. That I didn't. I didn't consider that one. Yeah, because there is a chaos theory around that. Sean McVay gets hired, and the rest of the league ripples in eternity, and they just try and make the next young hot hire. Who's the new offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys? Kellen Moore. So that's a good point. That's a really no. That's yeah. That's a big story. Isn't it funny how we joked about how uh, when Jerry in like whatever it was, week five, week six on the radio said that all our offense is a lot like the Rams, and we howled. We did. But now, like now, they're. They're they're making a, a play to get their Sean McVay. They'll see how it works out. I think all of the thirty one teams are. It's just the owner had made the comparison to this team. Yeah, it's definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no team who's 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 out there saying we don't want a Sean odd McVay. Because it's odd because I said this last week that in the midst of all this offense and all this uh, new trends of bigger scoring games and like more like a Big Twelve fucking league. Yeah. Uh, defense still won the championship. And, and yeah, defense ruled. It was a 13 3 Super Bowl. But, and we defense, didn't, but we didn't see anything creative in this Super Bowl, though. I didn't well, see well, hold on. While we're on the Super Bowl right now, because we likened it more, and we talked a lot about how they played zone 83% of the time mm-hmm. and hadn't done that, blah, blah, blah. New England. The one thing that they did do the entire uh, postseason that they hadn't done. As much in the the regular season that the Rams, for whatever reason, just ignored on tape in their preparation was the stunts up front, the twist right. game stunts that their when defensive that line was front, playing. Yeah. 
was it was basically every down. And it's almost like they, they thought to themselves, Jared Goff, you're 24. You're, you're not going to be able. You what we're going to do is will not know what we're going to mind. Fuck every it. single snap, you will not know where the defensive line is going to start to line up, exactly. and you're not going to know where they end up. And we just totally ignored it, and it kind of made it. Not that we fucked up. You can say whatever the fuck you want. In our Super Bowl recap, but it to me it bothered me that like listening back, I was like. Fuck, that was a major point, and and we sang the praises of, of the secondary as we should. But it was more, and, and it, it lends seven, yeah. even more to me saying, number one, the guy that's got the photogenic memory that everyone loves talking about and whatnot couldn't draw like a make an adjustment mid game of how to break his own. But it wasn't just that; it was it was the. I don't know how to put it, maybe lack of attention to detail of what the defensive fronts were doing. Because yeah. they did that against the Chiefs. And it took Mahomes a long time to get going. Yeah. Like, he ended up throwing three fucking touchdowns in that game, but yeah. he got shut out in the first half just like Jared Goff and the Rams did in the Super Bowl. But Jared Goff doesn't have the athletic ability that Mahomes does, nor does... To rebound it and make the adjustments that Andy Reid did I in the second half. I was just going to say... Motherfucker, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. Nor yeah. does he have Andy Reid making the play call. Because think about what Andy Reid has seen that Sean McVay hasn't. Everybody wants to talk about how McVay grew up at a supper table that talked about nothing but football. Yeah. Okay? I appreciate that. But when you get experience, when you get an Andy Reid and a Bill Belichick, there is really no comparison to any young hot talent. That's a good point. Do you want to get your phone to call Brian? Oh sure. Um, what's another? Do you got any like major thing like takeaway from the season that you want to like put a bow on it with for this? No, I just work here. Bell not playing. What do you think about that? I think it's you gonna fuck him. Knew that, yeah, it's gonna fuck him. I think it's a matter of how much money did it cost him, not yeah. If it I think him like, it's not if it's it's how much. Well, it I'll say him. like what like you know was it uh. <clears throat> Was it a mistake on Bell's part to to be so stubborn? Stubborn. I always self? think is it counsel? Like, like, you know I, how much? How, how wise was it to to you know how, how yeah. much did pride really play into this? That, I wonder like, how much incentives are, are laced in his neck contract. You think it's going to be the most basic, simplistic oh, deal? That's just the thing. And then it's if he like gets hurt play, because you know? he's not in football shape coming back, and then all of yeah. a sudden he doesn't hit his incentives. But you're so right. I'll, that's you. why I think I'll, I'll change my mind about Gronk retiring. Because I haven't heard anything yet, and then I hear that he had a two million dollar base salary and then four point seven million in incentives and didn't hit a single one of them. He'll be back. Interesting thought. He'll be back. Um, but just just to finish that bow, it did cost Bell money. I'm wondering if it was his counsel or his pride, and probably a combination of both. Because if your agent is is advising you to protect your body and stay out, you're 25 years old. That's one thing. But if you're saying, no, nah, no, nah, this is a business, I'm going to make as much money, and I'm going to treat it like a business best way I can. I want the best contract that I can find. Mm -hmm. Is he wrong? I don't know. I don't think it's a right and wrong thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I think that's our next episode is an armchair GM volume two. Yeah, and we'll, go, we'll deep dive on that shit. And we're going to deep dive as to where he's going to end up. We'll, well let that soak for a week and then, you know. Yeah, I just think, uh, I guess, I got a couple things, like, the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. Um, the Colts are probably going to be... I'm going to pick them like right now to win the division next year. Yeah. Well, uh, because they're so far ahead of schedule this season, and they got so much cap room, they're only going to get better. I like the way they drafted this season, so mm -hmm. I can't see a, just a brutal draft coming out of nowhere now. Um, again, you can't forecast hitting on as many draft picks as they did. 
But no, they'll go receiver in their first late first round pick, in my opinion. Personally. Okay, I think they're going to get somebody get a, big, for a big love. guy. Yeah. yeah, they're going to get a big guy to play opposite. I think, I think Minnesota's roster is far too well to not be in the hunt next year, more so than they were this year. But do you think Kirk Cousins can rebound? Uh, no. <laughs> can Kirk Cousins play, uh, play when do I have Kirk? Do I have Kirk Cousins in my top 15? Yeah. You'll have to, you'll have to keep no. listening. Yeah, he's, he's, right, he's right around there, though. He's right around there. <laughs> he's right around there, closer to 20, as you think of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah. I the decline and fall of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh seven, two, and one? Yeah, there's there's a there's a the decline and fall? I mean everybody thought that they were a shoe in for the playoffs. Um uh, Cowboys going to the playoffs. Surprise. I think Dallas whoever Cowboys I think defense. I think that surprised surprise me. It did surprise me as a, as much as it. Well, it did, That's but the one it, thing it, it made me glad. Me. But you know, we we would be watching the game and we didn't hate on the defense. Every They've been a good defense for a couple years. Exactly, we didn't have to sit there and be like, man, like now last they're on year, the cusp of greatness. Last year we weren't saying to ourselves defense. these guys are these guys are a bunch of bombs. These are jokes. Like Chris Richard, bro. we did like it's just this year they, they were total change. I got it. I got it from. One of the guys close to the Cowboys said, you know, what, what you're saying, Chris Richard, he totally changed the culture over there. Yeah. And that's, that's a... Uh, Gotta get DeMarcus. That is huge. That's Gotta sign him. They're going to lock him up. Gotta sign him. They're not going to let him walk out the door. If Don't not, you. tag him. They're not going to tag him a second year either, I don't think. It's like, a lot I think of money. Yeah. A lot of money, man. Yeah, but they can, they can load it back end heavy and like they do all their other big contracts. And I don't know, I'm not worried about... D-Law not getting re-signed. Well, don't forget, there's a lockout coming in 2021. What was the greatest surprise of 2018 for you? Like, what was shocking? For me, what was shocking? I just, I just felt for me. It was just so great to connect with people. Was the turnaround of the Seattle Seahawks. From the first four weeks that they started playing football with that offensive line, we didn't know they had, if they had a run game. We didn't know if Baldwin and Lockett could be great receive. And then... The last 12 weeks of the season, they were a top three team in football. So, I mean... I would instantly counter two teams in the AFC South that had crazier turnarounds and hot streaks. Oh, Houston and Indy, absolutely. absolutely. But... Not to discredit Seattle, but... Like, their turnaround was more like... It was Seattle, 0-2 to start... And then, but in, then finished ten and six. Yes, and Indy was one and five, and then one nine of ten. And they were zero, and Houston was zero and three. Yes, with Bill O'Brien on, on, on the chopping block. On my chopping block. <laughs> um, they released Demarius Thomas today. He's going to get a fourteen million dollar. Uh, I know we're, we're 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 jumping, but Houston Texans cut him after they gave Denver a fourth round pick. So they save fourteen million against the cap because he ruptured his Achilles. Yeah, but everyone, I think he would have done that even if they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> He was a he was a a fourth round pick for a seven game rental, provided you go deep in the playoffs, eight games, nine games, ten games. See that when you say it like that, it sounds steep, especially when I hear today that AB is probably going to get a sixth round pick return with a maybe a fourth round conditional, which I find to be hilarious. But then somebody could counter you and say, "Well, hold on a second, Dante Fowler Jr. was a defensive end, third overall pick in the draft. You get a third and a fifth from the LA Rams." One could argue that that wasn't a very big haul for a starting D end. Yeah, I'd say it's more than a sixth for AB though. I couldn't agree more. As a matter, that's kind of weird to actually think about it like that. Well, yeah. If you look at productivity, he's thirty years old. So what? He's got a three in front of him. He's got a three in front of his age. 
Anyway, let's just let, let's stick to surprises of uh, 2018. The Pittsburgh Steelers surprised me. Weren't they at one point in time 7-2 and 1? Didn't surprise me. They, but, oh, okay. So, we're talking about what surprised me. Things a waste of talent. And I will hold on. I will give you credit where credit is deserved because when it was still nice outside, you were talking about the Steelers as being a waste of talent. And I couldn't understand it. And then they collapsed yep. towards the end of the year. I wonder if AB, I wonder if his antics, I, I wonder if it affected the camaraderie, the culture. Hey, man, who knows? They lost James Conner when it mattered most. Didn't? Did, did that offensive line not prove that running backs are expendable? Yeah, they... Uh, like, I, I've, heard a, I've heard a couple different takes on what's going to be um, offered to, uh, to Lev Bell. Oh, excuse me. Offer it as a contract option. Yeah. Do you think he's going to get the five, the five year seventy million that Pittsburgh had offered? No. Because Pittsburgh offered five year at yeah. seventy million. Yeah. With uh, forty million guaranteed. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work out too well for him. I mean, I could be wrong. There's, there's, a, there's a couple teams that might have more money than brains. The New York Jets. Yeah, but uh, see, because they hey, they're so sad. They're so I was dead set that that's where he was going to go, and then I and then I switched to the Colts, and then now I. Totally abandoned that thought, and I kind of thought, what if he went to the Chiefs? That could still be up in the air. Maybe he'll take less money. Do you know to where's the play dark there? Horse? Uh, it's it's not Kansas City. Tampa Bay is a dark horse. Bruce Arians coming in. Bruce Arians mm-hmm. was saying that there's nothing wrong with Jameis Winston. His issues are mechanical. <laughs> Can I see the offense? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Was Bruce so still there in Pittsburgh when no Lev wasn't there? When no, but that's a that's a good connection because they definitely came from the same stock. Bruce Arians came up, you know, on the Steelers sidelines. Um, so yeah, I read, I, I heard somewhere that the Bucks are a dark horse, and I also read that the Jets have what you just said, more money than sense and a hell of a lot of space in which to do it. So. Yeah. Um, what else surprised you? Another big surprise. Um, I think the Raiders were probably more of a tire fire than I expected. That surprised me too, especially because of how he John turned, He was a punchline for the first six weeks that we were doing this. He really was. Do you remember how many times and then we, we laid off him and just ignored them all together? Do you remember how much we joked about? Well, you made it the the joke first, and it was hilarious how he should be giving money back to the city of Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> or even Mark Davis, small Davis family. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you a check for a rebate, 20, 20 million. You know what I mean? Like if he gets if he's ten year hundred million, then like what? How much is Belichick worth a year? Thirty, thirty five. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Even if he did get an ownership stake, which was reported but never confirmed. Oh, I just remembered something. I didn't take you guys in that thread this morning of of how to. I guess appease Dak Prescott's contract, did I? No, but I'd like to read that. It's um good. I'll show you. I'll text it to you. Yeah, and I I wasn't I wasn't shocked. I was really surprised at how the Oakland Raiders imploded. And it was funny because it almost happened before they started to play football. When yeah. Khalil Mack got traded, right? Jesus. Did, what did I take some of your this goddamn air pressure no, just jump, made me jump for the third fucking time? Yeah, can I move it? Okay, here because we got we, derailed. Anyways, we, you got okay. You're gonna a, love this. You think it's a shooter so, in the bush or something? Okay, hold on. So I can edit this in later, maybe. So this guy tweets this: "I'm on team pay Dak, but I understand the salary cap concerns. 
I think I've come up with a solution that can satisfy all parties. Now, this is tweeted after Dak Prescott has come out and said that he wants like 30 mil a year or whatever. Right. So, step one, Dak starts a for-profit company that offers services that NFL teams could plausibly use, say, health and nutrition, for instance. Step two, Dak gets a business partner who serves as the medical expert. Note that this person doesn't really have to be a doctor or possess any medical expertise. He just needs to not be Dak. Step three, in a private conversation, it must be private for reasons that will soon become clear. Offer Dak a guaranteed client base by referring a certain number of other players to his new health and nutrition business. Tell Dak the team will pay for these services. Step four, make clear that these are not free referrals that you offered out of the goodness of your heart, but a sort of something for something relationship. In exchange for the payments to this non-for-profit business, Dak must accept a contract far below his market value. Sounded familiar yet? Mm-hmm. Step five, shake hands with Dak, celebrate your mutual benefit, beneficial arrangement, laugh at the league officials who will surely know this violates the spirit of the salary cap and the integrity of the game, but are powerless to stop it. Step six, if Dak hesitates, sweeten the deal by offering him a chance to operate his business across the street from the star in Frisco. If Dak asks whether this will make the arrangement too obvious, drop a good-natured comment about how naive he is. Step seven, introduce Dak to one of the world's wealthiest models. Step 8. The Patriots have accommodated Guerrero, who is also the godfather of Brady's son, Ben, by de- dedicating a room at Gillette Stadium for him to treat players away from the regular medical and training staffs. They have routinely granted him sideline credentials for home and road games. He travels on the team's charter jet, and earlier this season, he received a diamond-encrusted Super Bowl ring engraved with the team Robert Kraft's motion, We Are All Patriots. Step 9. Connect Dak with your friends in the publishing business. Encourage him to write a book marketing his company's services to the general public without regarding for their scientific efficiency. Step 10. Enjoy your many accomplishments on the field knowing that there are no way tainted by your quid pro quo uh, scheme, cupcake divisional opponents, or multiple cheating scandals. My God. Give credit to the person who contrived that, first of all. Uh, shout out to at Cowboy Stats. Jesus, Johnny, you that's amazing. It took me to it took me to fucking step four to realize. Oh, this is this is the Tom Brady. The replication this of is... what's going on in New England, and it almost ripped them apart. And then you realize that it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know how rich that guy has made Tom Brady. It's unbelievable to a think about it. A lot richer than Robert Kraft. No, but it's unbelievable yeah. to think about it as a marketing ploy. It's unbelievable to think about it as um, a business tactic, as a stratagem. That yeah. blows my mind. Dirty business, bro. That's not what football's does about. That, does that, is anything about that surprise you that that's associated with the New England Patriots? Come on. Um... You make it sound like they seem to have a reputation of, in some way, shape, or form, bending the rules to benefit them. Is that what you're alluding to? If you're not, if you're not getting caught cheating, you're not trying to win. Well, that's what Al Davis said. From yeah. the day, from the day he bought the Raiders to the day he died. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. But what I don't like about that is how it's shadowy. Yeah. So there, I read I read so many articles about that last summer and the summer before, and it came down to the fact of players go to Bill Belichick and say, "Where do I train?" Yeah, Tom Tom is saying that his guy's the best. Right here, yeah, you go to him. And Bill is saying, "Well, no, yeah, 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 we yeah. have guys that are on our team that are employed to do that." That's what he's saying. Yeah, for sure. But where does the guy go for treatment? Isn't that intriguing? Yeah, it's it's good. Look, 
cool little food, food for thought. The first reply, the first reply I saw on that was John Onan going, it's amazing you concocted all that with no reference point. <laughs> hey, if we put it together ASAP, you better believe everybody's putting it together. Are you calling him? Yeah, I was just seeing if he was all good. Okay. Like I said anytime, so. Um. When. Are you calling him? Yeah, I was just seeing if he was all good. Like okay. I said anytime, so. Um. When. I'm going, going back, back. I'm going, going back, back. That's, that's, that's another, another thing to unpack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Hello, sir. You always you you answer the phone like it's the fucking IRS. <laughs> What's up, bud? How's it going, guys? Good. We're talking about things that surprised us, and we're going back in the 2018 season and just trying to figure out what we didn't see coming. What didn't you see coming, B Dog? Going from one and five, winning nine and ten, and Jared Jer just called them to win the uh, AFC South, and I mean, I think that's a pretty easy prediction, given given yeah, Houston's it, inefficiency. It, it, I have no idea what the yeah, you know, that's, be. that's a tough call. Uh, it's gonna be a big battle next year, I think, between them and Houston. It could be tough to say. Tough to say. I I think uh, I think Indianapolis Colts can pull through and win that. It's a way too early. Pre- that. It's a way too, it's early way too early prediction. Early. What's that old saying? They're trending up? Yeah. Well, they're ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Um, is that it for for takeaway? Like, biggest takeaway? Takeaway, um... I was, uh... I was shocked to see Mahomes throw 50 touchdowns. That's, that was the number one that thing. Was that was the number was, one thing we said. Yeah. Just, number one takeaway is the story of Mahomes. Just to take the league by storm. Yeah. Um, that's... It's kind of funny. Where were you listening? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny pocket dial you or something? <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so no, I guess it's, it's yeah, kind of like, obvious. We just saw like a small sample size of them, right? Um, Alright, so did you see uh, AB's tweets today? Oh, good news. I, I saw a little bit of them. So did you see him thank thank the fans for his time and and that it's time to move on? I did, and I agree. I think uh, I think it is time for him to move on. And uh, and then Schefter, uh, what's that? Sorry, Schefter tweeted right after that he has formally asked for a trade. Yeah, where do you think he's going to go? Well, good transition. Yeah, uh, there there's there's so many destinations for him. Like I can see him going to the Jets. Oh. I can see him going to the Bucks. Oh. Johnny Stats. I just work here. Okay, so what, what were we talking about? I don't know. Where would AB go? Yeah, that's right. Oh so, yeah, so I was. I said. See, I asked you guys should Seattle try to trade for him. Like, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I, think I asked you guys months, like a month ago. As soon as, as as soon as the season finale, before the playoffs, before right. the Cowboys beat the Seahawks, I said should the Seahawks, or maybe it was after the Cowboys beat the Seahawks right. when you made the jaw rule comment. His receivers, bro. They're shorter than Ja Rule. Okay. Yeah, because Ty Lockett, that's right. Right. That's right. And I, I said, should I said should the Seahawks trade for 
for AB, and you're like, well, that's an offseason. And I was like, okay, we'll save it. Well, yeah. I think Seattle's a, a like lead candidate. Why the hell not? Because if you think about Doug Baldwin and Ty Lockett, don't they look good in the slot just as good as they look outside the numbers? So does AB. So think about having three wideouts that can play in the slot and mm, play a wide, right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Russell Wilson um, throws one of the best deep balls in football. Like, I was watching the game against the Chiefs uh, on the NFL Network, and that was the game where he dropped the ball in a bucket. Literally just dropped it right into a bloody bread basket. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he was third, he was third in uh, touchdown passes this year, Wilson, and just, just imagine put AB on uh, that list. Not only that, though. Thousand, add another 1,000 yards plus. Not only that, though, B-Dog, but... In my mind, if I remember correctly, Russell Wilson had the highest touchdown to interception ratio. I believe it was five to one. He had thir- thirty-five touchdowns to seven picks, so seven times five, right? Save on the duck. Unbelievable statistics. So you add one of the best pass catchers in football, and all of a sudden he's barely throwing for thirty-six, thirty-seven hundred yards. Well, now he's throwing for forty-five hundred, and maybe those touchdowns are over forty. It's unbelievable. Did they fire their OC? No, I no, I no. believe everything's still intact there. I believe everything in Seattle is still intact. Yeah. So how long until with he, if he goes to Seattle? How long until AB's pissed? Oh my God, um, I was gonna crack a joke and say that everything is intact in Seattle except for Earl Thomas's leg, which is which is a good transition because I don't want him. You don't think he's gonna be a Dallas Cowboy next year? No. So you're sticking with Jeff Heath till the day he retires? No, I could draft. I could draft someone, or I could. I could go after Lady Collins. I love that. I love picking up. I'll the, take I'll take twenty six year old over the twenty nine year old. I love picking up coming up. off a of broken fucking or whatever, whatever his injury was. I can't remember torn ACL or it was a knee. Um, I don't know specifically <clears throat> what it was, but uh, it was it was a knee and it was bad. But um, Johnny Stats isn't in front of his computer. So. Not yet. No. Let's find out, Jamie. Why don't you Google that? Does does the Dallas trade um, young Jamie? Does does hey, Dallas trade into the first round? Let's over here. Young Jamie. Does Dallas trade oh, in, good. into the first round? I got it 100%. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No? No. Ooh, what brand? You, you think that... Who would you give up? Who would you give up to get a first round pick back? So, so, here's, my, so here's my thinking. Dallas, Dallas is in the draft room. They don't have a, a pick on Friday. And they fall in love with a player. After a good pro day combine. And then they see him in the late 20s. Should Dallas move up like a Nassim Adderley, that free safety out of Delaware? Maybe he slips. Nassir Adderley. Nassir Adderley. Yeah, I like, I maybe, like Adderley. Maybe he slips. Maybe a, 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 a defensive end slips. Maybe... It's funny. Because there's, funny so, much, that, there's like, so much talent. I heard on the radio yesterday, would you trade Dak Prescott to Denver for their 10th overall pick in next year's one? Absolutely Whoa. Not. Whoa. Whoa. So Whoa. then. I don't know if I'd want to get rid of that. Well, so conceivably, then so you bring in Johnny much, saying that. Like, See, and it's, it's funny because me, the Dax defender him. over here, bye bye. Because what do I want to do? Well, I want to get a Murray, new fucking Kyle, rookie. I just live off the rookie contract at your quarterback every fucking five year cycle most, and just put stars around it's him. It's the most cap friendly way to win football. Look at games. the top five paid quarterbacks in the league right now Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo. None of them made the fucking playoffs. I'm with you, man. I couldn't agree more. And I'm looking down the barrel at giving Dak 29 mil a year. And you want to see production and efficiency that is worth 29 I want million. To be able to keep right? that. I want to be able to keep every. I want to be able to keep. 
D-Law, Byron Jones, Amari Cooper, and Zeke. And, and Zeke is probably a terrible second contract to give. And the best way to do that is to get a rookie deal. I mean, if you play that out, right, they take Kyler Murray at 10. Just Let's just play that out. Let's just play that out. I, so would, they take, take, I would take Kyler Murray. They take Kyler at 10. All 5'8", five, eight, five, eight, 190 of them. Buddy, 5'8", and three quarters. But think about that offensive line in front of them. It would be like games at Oklahoma. You know what? Let's use that. See, I agree. So let's let's use that as a transition point because I don't want to derail us on on cowboy hypotheticals. Okay. So Kyler Murray has tweeted that he is going to commit to football. That he will be at the combine. He has not said that he's going to throw at the combine. At the combine, he has not said he's going to run at the combine. He has not said he's going to get measured at the combine. So who's to say he doesn't have the same attitude that he had on the Dan Patrick show at Radio Row at Super Bowl and play the I don't know game and say, well, you guys have seen me throw. I played football at college. I'm not throwing today. I'm here to answer questions. I'm not running. You guys know I'm small. I'm not letting you measure me. Because what happens if he comes out and he's, let's say, five nine and a half at best and 195 at best, but he's got eight and a half inch hands? Well, you ain't getting drafted in the top 10 no more, son. So do you mean to tell me that it would cost him money to, to, have, his me- to have his measurables documented by NFL staff? Potentially. So what you're proposing is that he just acts like he's too cool for school? I thought he me- – see, when you came out yesterday and said that he – like about the tweet and I yeah. went on Twitter, yeah. I instantly thought he messed up. Because he could have played the draft situation very similarly to the way John Elway did. I remember that eighty-two, yeah. And he could have, t- and he could have handpicked the teams he played for. Yeah, California he boy. He, he could have told baseball too. He could have told every other, and that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying very, it to very John similar. Elway. It's a per- perfect comparison. It he could have told every other team that he wasn't interested in playing for mm-hmm. that he's going to play baseball, and then let's say he likes Miami, he wants to play in the warm weather. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, guys, hey, yeah, I'm going to play. You guys can work me out privately. If you like me, then, you know what I mean? Move up into the top ten to pick me, or I'm not playing for you. Hey, man, if Tom Brady's dietitian is making friggin' millions and millions <laughs> of dollars in Foxborough, why the hell can't Kyler Murray play hardball? And I don't mean and I don't mean in the MLB. I mean figurative hardball. And I looked into it. It was Scott Boris who was his baseball agent, so I'm not worried about him spending the uh, the 3% of the, the, the baseball contract to, to buy a Porsche to keep up appearances. That it, that, that that wasn't happening. Mr. Runkle. Yeah. Would you describe Mr. Moody as more than just a client? Absolutely. I would describe him as a friend. My best friend. Right you are, motherfucker. Just because I fired you, Charlie, doesn't mean I don't love you with all my heart. You know that? It makes me feel a little better. Just kidding. Fuck you. Motherfucker! It, 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 unless from 13, the best jump they can make is the 6. And then Denver can, if they're interested, they can move from 10 to whatever. Yeah. They, they can get higher than 6. Because because Giants... The, the but they're going to pa- pick a fucking defensive tackle. You think the New York Giants go defense? <laughs> Who fucking knows what well, the Giants are? All that I mean is, is that every mock has them taking Dwayne Haskins. So if if uh, not every mock, okay, because I've seen him go into Jacksonville. Okay, so if you're if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars at seven, do you like Dwayne Haskins more or do you like Kyler Murray more? 
Dwayne Haskins. And it's not even close because of the talent level he played. I mean, he put up 50 touchdowns. Well, unless you ask Stephen A. Smith. Oh, well, he thinks that Hunter Henry had a great year. Uh, <laughs> that's right. what happened. See, and that's why Bra- I'm not going to let Brandon... What? Oh, never mind. What's that? There's, there's a message came out that just Oh. Oh. Um, that's why I'm not going to um, let Brandon wrote me into talking about hockey on this podcast because then I'll sound like Stephen A. Smith talking about football. Like, just... <laughs> Like, just focus on basketball, big dog. You're a great basketball insider. You're yeah. a great basketball analyst. Yeah, he... But you know what? You weren't his biggest fan before that because of how he felt about Dallas, but he just he just crystallized himself. Well, he he makes himself look like a fucking moron. It's a shtick. When he... It, 100% yeah, it's, it's a shtick. I don't want to focus on Stephen A. Smith. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars at seven. You say that they like Dwayne Haskins. Is it close? Like, do you have a conversation? Like, does Tom Coughlin and David Caldwell sit there and, like... See, I, I, to me, Tom Coughlin, he's probably more of a Nick Foles guy than he is a Dwayne Haskins guy. That was going to be my next question. And, like, okay, like, for me, perfect, for me, for me. <laughs> every week, eh, guys, like, every for fucking week. We just goes, for me. Anyways, for me, the... <laughs> The best case scenario is yeah. that Kyler Murray gets drafted by the Giants and decides to play baseball. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's savage. That's funny, but that's savage. Um, um, my my next base, best case scenario, just for content for this podcast, mm-hmm. is that Nick Foles gets traded to Jacksonville and fucking turns back into regular season Nick Foles. He'll turn into St. Louis. He's going to look like he did in St. Louis. Oh, I don't know how I see. This is the season where teams uh, uh, reach for quarterbacks, overpay in the draft, and then get left with what they're you know like. Oh man, it's like it's like overpaying in free agency. You pay good players like they're great. You play pay great players like they're gods. But you pay market value for players, right? So if the market value and is you, increasing, and that's why pay, Blake Bortles gets 53 And you pay million. bad players like they're good. Yeah, because the market dictates that, well, for but starting quarterbacks, on they're... Yeah. For starting quarterbacks. Well, what? Then, what are we talking like, about like over there? Three years ago, Blake Bortles was almost the leader of the league in touchdowns. Hey, I remember that year that put Allen Robinson on the mat. 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. I got his jersey after that. The problem is, is inconsistency in his game and injuries around him. So, I mean, that'll sink any player, but hmm. Jacksonville's a tire fire, man. Yeah, it's not just Bortles. No, it's not, and it's not fair to just continuously point the finger when he had his fourth starting, like, let's call it a fourth string left tackle starting. You're not wrong about that. No, I mean, come on now. They had to have a conversation to see if Leonard Fournette wanted to play football. Like, they had to have a conversation to see if the guy they drafted fourth overall I don't to play football. For me. So, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone had worse luck than the Redskins. To tell you the truth. So Alex Smith is not playing in 2019. He's not. No, he's not. His career might have been Joe Theismann. And then you lose your backup like what, a week or two later from like same injury almost. Yeah, that might have been a good thing. Did they start yeah. Mark Sanchez at one point for a quarter? Yeah, for for a quarter. Um, Colin Kaepernick doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I always cringed when he suited up. 
Um, he'll call you back. <laughs> it worked itself out. I don't know. You didn't want to press the wrong one, and then she's on speaker, and then it's just yeah. like, ah, just let it go. That's what the edit button's for. Yeah, so true. Um, what, happened? what happened there? Jo Johnny's girl started to call, and we're just like, uh... Oh. Oh, oh. She, she's pissed, bro. She's calling back. <laughs> it's a lot of beeps, dog. Can you See, and that's why I didn't want to ignore it or end it the first time, because it I don't know what it did, but it answered. Oh, are you back? Are you back, bud? Back. Alright, sorry about that. I accidentally answered fucking other call, Johnny's phone. Um, Let's get some content going. Yeah. Good content. What are, yeah. what are, what are we, we talking about? We're trailing off with some draft talk. We're trailing off with some draft talk. Let's um. Free agency. Free no, agency. we want to address. Yeah, let's go free, free agency. agency. Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to get famished. We're really talking about a lot about Comrie. I mean, free agency. Your consensus. Well, see, I think the top like five or so free agents are going to be resigned. You know, there's a lot of defensive players too. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think Demarcus Lawrence is going anywhere. I don't think Frank Clark is going anywhere. Does Landon Collins go anywhere? Probably that that's probably Chibos. one of the ones that's going somewhere. I think I think the Earl's defense, gone. I think the defensive tackle. Yeah. No. Yeah. You kidding me? Just said that. One hundred percent. I just said that. Yeah. Um. I think Grady Jarrett in Atlanta might go. I can see him getting franchise tagged. Yeah. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. I read that Dan Quinn's going to be calling the the defense now as well, so he's going to have double duty. So and it depends he... on what he thinks. Because, I mean, he'll have final say right now. He's defensive coordinator and head coach. So. How many more? How many teams are going to continue to call the Seattle defense in the league? There's like 10 of them that are still running the Seahawks defense. You're not wrong. You're not. Is it, like, is it not going anywhere? I don't think it is. So, Especially after the success Dallas had last man, year. If your front seven can wreak havoc and stop the run, and you can play cover four across the board and just have every DB responsible for 25% of the field, why wouldn't you? Keep it simple and effective. I got one more joint with me. Like, keep it oh, simple and effective. Like, you want some? Like, when, roll, roll an AB or that. like, when we play ball, we don't run enough cover four. You know? Like, that's just my own personal opinion. So, what I'm thinking about is... If your front seven can win games for you, and all that your defensive secondary has to do is just backpedal, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, why would you put eight men in the box, put your corners on islands? People aren't Darrell Revis anymore. Why those are really talented? Um, so, no, Jerry, it, 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 it's not going anywhere, man. Okay. Uh, what's the move we What's the move we don't see coming this offseason? Oh, great question. Because I kind of uh, I, I I jumped out the window and said that the – Patriots to do something stupid, well, not stupid, but something that confused us, like trading away a guy before his big second contract comes for like a Nick Foles. Let me answer that, that Go question. Ahead. Tevin Coleman will not play in Atlanta. I agree. Okay. Um, let me also say that Mark Ingram. Oh, I think he Mark might get re-signed. Um, I think he might want to go somewhere to be the guy. Feature? I, yeah, I don't know if he wants to share reps, but who knows if Sean Payton is like, listen. We were a PI away from the big game, and the other, you know what I'm saying, and the other teams. I think I think he could resign there for the fact that he, they know that they should have been there, and that they can repeat that. 
Yeah, you guys are selling me. And then the and then the team gets broken up after next year when they miss the playoffs. Oh, hot take, hot take. Um, what what I like though is I like Kansas City refocusing on their defense. I mean, Bob Sutton's gone. He's now hired as an assistant in in Atlanta, which is why Dan Quinn's calling the plays. Um, but I like the Chiefs refocusing now. You watch their draft, guys. They're going to draft defensive heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. They're going to... This is the draft to do it. You're darn right. They're going to bring if, in... If, a, if they just had a little bit of a defense, I think they would have won the Super Bowl. It's hard to argue they with see, that. But, they, but the week before, they, they fucking absolutely... They destroyed the Colts all defense. Yeah, but it's hard... Yeah, at home, <laughs> though, in playoffs. It's hard to argue with how good their offense is. I mean... I made the argument on this show that Marcus Peters might have been the difference between them going to the Super Bowl and them staying home. If Marcus Peters is still in Kansas City, instead he goes to L.A. and goes to the big game instead. I don't like that. But that cornerback might have been the difference. Give him 10 pass deflections, 5 interceptions, and 70 tackles. That's not outlandish. I thought I already... I think you said that already, and I was like, so you trust Bob Sutton... To get Marcus Peters right more than uh, Wade Phillips, and you're still right. Yeah, like that's you're still right. I, we did say that on the podcast, you did. and you're and, and you're still right. That's what I can't like. That's why I can't agree with that. Okay, okay. So back, back, back to Kansas City. I can see them taking a defensive lineman, and I can see them taking a cornerback. I think cornerback is their first round pick. Absolutely, but it's going to be about value because they're going to pick late in the first round. Yep. There's value. A DeAndre Baker. Uh, cornerback out of Georgia, holy Hannah, he's a he's a gamer in the SEC. Uh, uh, Byron Murphy out of Washington. Who's the free agent DBs? Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Shit, I got sidetracked. Um, like is Landon, is Landon Collins maybe? Uh, well, he's the a, best at Kansas City landing spot. I don't know what their cap like space is necessarily like, but that's a really good question. I, I think that that Dallas hey, makes too much sense. What about safety? Well, that's what that's, that's what, what Jared I just said. Just said Landon oh. Collins going, Landon Collins or maybe going a, Kansas City, or maybe in the Sierra Adderley at at twenty nine to them. Doesn't that make sense though? They drafted Eric Berry out of Tennessee at a very similar spot in the draft. They had luck with him. They've proven that they can. So, but but Landon Collins to Dallas makes too much sense, and in the Sierra Adderley, if he falls late in the first round to Kansas City, makes too much sense, especially with their history with drafting Eric Berry. Um, so Dallas, you guys don't think that Dallas falls in love with a player tries to get back in the first round? Not necessarily. I don't think so. Is there a player that they could potentially like that much? What if Quentin Williams in Alabama falls to like twenty? I say no because of their success recently with hitting in the second round draft or second round of the draft. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, and especially when there's the potential of a guy like. Uh, um. Uh, yeah, free agent still? Or? Yeah, yeah, free agent. Yeah, free agent uh, DBs or safeties. Let's just go secondary. Johnny Stats, Johnny Facts. Savon, look it up. Uh, oh. Hold on, before you say that, because I just remembered the name I was thinking of, if a guy like Rennell Wren is available at 58, then why am I packaging 58 and 90 to to move at, up to 28? That, and then, mu- that muscle statue won't be there that he might be. I mean... What if uh, Jeffrey Simmons is there because he just tore his ACL today? I read that. Isn't that and he's already game? not invited to the combine because, because of his, his extracurricular extra activities with women. That's one way to put it. Um, off the field so, so maybe the team that 
That's not crazy. That believed in Jalen Smith. That's not crazy. Takes Jeffrey Simmons at a steal, who's a top five talent, arguably, in this draft, and you get him at 58. Why not? Why not? Will McClay's a fucking Helen Keller miracle worker. Jalen Smith had nerve damage, for crying out loud. Yeah. Nerve damage. And now he looks like he could be a top three linebacker. He had drop foot, bro. He played a fucking season with a goddamn... But he couldn't feel his foot. While he played. Yeah, couldn't feel his foot. I know. Um, Okay. So that's just a little food for thought. We'll get more into that in draft talk. I don't don't want to overfeed a fed horse, but... There's your PETA listeners. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, Landon Collins in Dallas makes too much sense to ignore. Everybody talks about Earl Thomas, but... Talk about Earl Thomas, but he's not coming off an, uh, uh, Collins isn't coming off an injury. Exactly. Who do you like more, Brandon? Uh, Thomas or Collins? That's right. Who do you like more for a, a free safety pickup for the Dallas Cowboys? Landon Collins or an Earl Thomas? I think, I think Earl Thomas. And I, 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 did you read, um, I forget what you were saying earlier about Earl Thomas, but I, uh, I heard earlier that his family down to Texas. Well, he's from Texas. Well, he's a Texas boy, right? Yeah, he, he's from Texas. He was a yeah. Longhorn, yeah. Still will. Or, uh, sorry, in Austin, sorry. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a sign that he wants to play in Dallas. He's coming home, He better man. be taking a hometown discount, then. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, don't sleep on Houston, because they picked up Teron Matthew, and that secondary in the playoffs looked old, man. That secondary... Yeah, he was Kareem... just a one-year rented run yeah, player, right? He's one of the free agents, Right. right? Joiner, oh, Lamarcus Joiner, yeah, with those, say, with yeah, those he, long he, arms, yeah. He, but he, and the Rams are like, I don't even know how many million over the cap this yeah, year. So, Cream Jackson, but, yeah, but Cream Jackson in Houston looked old. He <laughs> might not, he, he might not play. Yeah, Kenny no, no. Vaccaro, I'm just saying, uh, Kenny Vaccaro. The Cowboys didn't like him this past offseason. No. He looked good in Tennessee. Though. Frank Brent, Grimes is so Brent, far done. Brent, Brent, Grimes. Brent Grimes, Frank Grimes is from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, that's where Homer Simpson calls him Grimy. Grimy. Oh, how's it going, Grimy? I'd appreciate it if you stay out of my office. <laughs> Wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Brent Grimes, bro, do you know his wife he, and her podcast? Yes. He won't. Never, he might not play football again. But then again, we thought Kareem Hunt wouldn't play football again, and I now he's in the. I agree. Uh, with I him. still don't know if he will. Oh, but is he, he that much will, better than? But he must Mark, be that uh, much better than. I heard Morris Claiborne. Mo Claiborne. Mo drafted too high. That Gerald never forget that. Yeah, reach, eh? Oh, fuck. Yeah, close, but no cigar. Buster's scrying. Buster's, yeah, he played for the Jets. That's right, okay. So, I mean... It's There's not much no, rich secondary. Like, I, no one really... I mean, I mean other Rashad than the top Melvin. three, like... Ahmad Rashad? Rashad Melvin, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Johnny's... Hey, Brandon's supposed to be the one that butchers names, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rashad... <laughs> Sean. There you go. Sean. The double A got me for a minute. Hey, do you think the oh, Texans speaking of double Clowney? A. What was that, Brando? You think the Texans re-signed uh, Clowney? Oh, that's a good one because he's one of the better free agents see. that are available. He's in the top five. He's one of the top ones, I, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Even. I, can, I would put Demarcus Lawrence above him uh, just, by, uh, just by a nose hair. Did you see my tweet? No. I said I would put D-Law ahead of Clowny because D-Law's never had a Watt and Merciless on his line to help draw double teams away from him. God, you keep saying stuff that's hard to disagree with. (laughs) 
Doesn't make for a good show. at this football thing. No, it doesn't make for a good show, though. I totally agree with you. When you've lined up against J.J. Watt, how many times have you been single, like, single, uh, uh, like, you beat one-on-one matchups more often than, um, so, Brando, to your point, yeah, I think they do. Yeah. I do, because, I mean, he had that, that, that bad injury a few years ago. They did the hard knocks thing. No, he's a part of the Houston community, in my opinion, unless he wants too much money. Do you know how many? It needs to be lucky, lucky, but his sacks need to. Hey, what? Raise some sacks a bit. Sorry. He's lacking on the sacks a bit, though. So what I was going to say for a first overall pick who's never had a ten sack season, yeah. twenty four and a half yeah. over his career, over six, four, five seasons or six seasons, five. 2014, drafted number one. Yeah, 14, 15, 16, 17. Five, five, five sacks a season. Someone drafted first overall. He's playing it with opposition. Who's going who's gonna to well, probably I mean, try to get a Cleo Mack contract? Which, which is hilarious. That's what what game tape is he showing? The Outback Bowl? Yeah, I don't know. but that's that hit in the Outback Bowl, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Okay. That, yes, that's one, probably one of the greatest football hits ever. Well, see, he's good with the run, and he can cover... Receivers. See, and that's space. he is great and against Demarcus Lawrence doing that as much with the cover and receivers. Well, it's all about the defense you call them. Yeah, as I all about the Houston is is a, is a three four set, and Clowney is a really good outside linebacker. Yeah, four three. Yeah, it's different. It, but in certain times, you do see uh, Lawrence not rush passer and fall into the flat, and I don't even know if that's called. And he's and he's evolved as a leader as much as. I'm like you can oh, love it or C. hate the. He wears the C on his jersey, you right? You can love it or hate the the hot boys thing that they like the the D line of the Cowboys oh. call themselves the hot boys like the nineties hip hop uh, whatever. Um, that's but that's him taking on a leadership role and creating a a bond in, an in the locker room thing, and yeah. identity and, and whatever you know. Absolutely. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Um. Is Kareem Hunt that much better than Ray Rice was back in 2014? Is he that much more talented of a football player that this is not a terrible PR move? John Dorsey don't give a fuck. I, I don't. I don't. Did he have issues he, coming think, in? I think Hunt might be a little better, but uh, I, I I like by the Browns. You what? I said I think Hunt might be a little better and. I like the move by the Browns. You Jump like the move by the Browns? Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Nah, give it, He's not good <laughs> So here's the thing. My question to you is, is if <laughs> Ray Rice... Beats girl too. If, <laughs> if Ray Rice's career is over, why does, career, why does Kareem Hunt's career get to continue? I'm, my only concern was, was that he wasn't super, that good. Because he superman I, punched his wife fucking in, in the elevator. This is all being edited. My, okay, start over. Thank you. <laughs> what I'm concerned about is the perception that Kareem Hunt is such a better athlete or such a better person or in some way so different from Ray Rice. And he's just not. And I'm trying to wonder what the difference is in the situation, and I can't figure it out. And it, it did, like, I, I, like I said, I, I, I don't mind the pickup by him, but they didn't, they didn't need him. Like, Chubb was a good running back. I think he got himself in the top ten. 
Duke Johnson has played good football. Don't forget that John Dorsey drafted Kareem Hunt when he was in Chiefs. Kansas City. Absolutely. And did Kareem Hunt have ish, like have something coming out of college? Hey, Browns won. Hey, Browns won win football, right? They won ten Super Bowl. Go from zero to sixteen to what eight and eight this year. Um, that's more about Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but their culture. Is trending up. Like, they're doing everything right. They're making good football to decisions. Bring, good, good guy to bring in to fucking continue that culture uptick. That's what I'm trying to determine. If well, Ray, I, mean, I don't get it. If Ray Rice was so toxic, bro, what makes Kareem Hunt more palatable? Like, are are what, you telling me that... What about Elliott? Wasn't Elliott just as bad? It's not even... It's not even Whoa, the same conversation. It's, it's not even the same conversation, dude. We're talking about two guys that were on video beating women. One of them was being restrained by multiple other adult men and continued to plow through them to try to kick her. The other guy tried to conceal it by bringing her into the elevator, not knowing that there was camera footage. And everything else about the guy you bring up is alleged, all coinciding with a woman who was accounted by multiple people saying, I'm going to ruin your career. They'll never believe you because you're black. You, oh my god, that's awful. You don't think it's the same thing, that, that, do you? No, I'm just saying, like, um, I'm just saying, like, Elliot, for the fact, like, I, I disagree bad with the uh, suspension, like, of six games, but I thought he had off-season trouble as well, like... Well, he beat up a DJ who was, who was uh, trying to touch the, uh, uh, I guess, a, a female that was part of his entourage at a club. The DJ was, I guess, feeling on her, uh, her rear end, and Zeke stood up for her. And not the DJ out, so and that's actually, and that's actually what then triggered the the suspension was that act. But I coinciding with the 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 parade the previous March uh, when he was seen uh, pulling a woman's top down after she asked the crowd, "Should I let him pull my shirt down?" And then they all do it, and then he pulls it down. I trust that he's that that he's like. Found the facts and then corroborated them four times as far as those kind of stories are, 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 are concerned because you don't want to talk out of your ass when it comes to that kind of stuff. And if that's the context, it's apples and oranges as far as off the field stuff goes. Don't forget right? that Lisa Friel, the lead investigator, was a giant season ticket holder. Maybe I'll make her the artwork her fucking basement because it's because <laughs> it's it's more decked out than mine is. What kind of giant scarf? But you know what though, nobody is saying that a lead investigator can't have a favorite <laughs> football team. That's true. Okay. Oh, but shouldn't be able to investigate their rival star player. Then. You can't go into someone's home and say conflict of interest because you like a division rival. It doesn't work that way. I just, I just see the Browns being like, you know what, we want to win the football. We want to win this championship. Well, we clearly John Dorsey doesn't see the talent. We see the talent in Hunt. We know it's there. We all see it. And, you know, we'll just give him a second chance. This is it. You but know what? This could be his, this could be his like, last shot of the NFL. But is he that good? The ballsiest move is John Dorsey saying to the city of Cleveland, how bad y'all want to win? Yeah, that's a good... We a fair, all want to win. That's a fair... Uh, but, yeah, but, like, how bad... Brandon, like, John Dorsey is literally screaming to Cleveland, how bad do you guys want to win? Hmm. Because we've been so bad for so long, you guys have worn paper bags over your heads, we went winless, so now I'm bringing, so now I'm bringing in somebody who has, beyond a checkered past, he's going into counseling, he's going into meetings, all that, should he continue doing his, you know, meetings obligations, we'll give him another chance. But that's John Dorsey saying to the city of Cleveland, hey, I'm doing everything that I can to bring an NFL Super Bowl championship to Cleveland for the first time. So who's in a tougher spot then, Browns fans now, or Cowboys fans when we sign Greg Hardy? 
because we were just trying to win. We were desperate to rush the passer. The previous postseason, if we could have just got some hands on and injured Aaron Rodgers, who knows what would have happened. Then we signed the Greg Hardy. The footage changes everything. I yeah. saw the photograph of Greg Hardy with the, the guns on the bed and yeah. they allegedly pushed the girl on the gun bed. Mm -hmm. To me, when I see the footage of somebody being restrained and then pursuing the issue, I don't care if she said the world's worst racial slurs that you've ever heard. That's probably what was said. Well, you better believe it. But you also better believe that he has he obligations. He hit her like he was picking up a blitz in the Super Bowl. And my problem is, is no matter what is said, you need to conceive of your future and not conceive of your pride as an African-American male, no matter how confident and how strong you are in that identity. It's all right, though. You can take eight anger management courses and just be fucking be back and fucking drafted or that's, back signed to a team. That's okay, because I just lied to my employer, and then I admitted that well, I lied to my employer. Now, not to go too far off topic, but, like, look at Adrian Peterson. Like, he didn't hit With the kids? Anything, With the like, kids? Oh! Sorry, sorry, but, so sorry. Sorry, sorry. Comes back and has a great year, though. You don't need to lean into that either. You're, oh, I'm, trying, you're I'm, enough. I'm, try, I'm trying to listen to him. But yeah, wait, I don't it, think that's the same thing, though. No, well, no I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not the same thing, but like, you know, for him to come back, I think he could come back and yeah, get as strong as he was. Yeah, as far as like the is, comeback story is concerned, yeah. Was, is that is that the story of AP though? No, it's not. I mean, he kind of had a nab, like maybe a. He had a better year than I thought he had left in those legs last season with Washington. You wrote him off at the start of the year, and I kept trying to say that there's something there. I didn't there's think something he'd be there. good. No, but the, they're. I'll say it again: running game Moses, Bill Callahan, and Washington. You did say could have a lot of a lot of that could have been just a perfect marriage with his own scheme, which he's a great, you know, greatly accustomed to running in. Was Bill Callahan in Jerry Maguire? Was he the one who was uh, the guy's father? I gotta check that out. Um, Johnny Stats. But where, where's AP going next year? Is he going to the Chiefs? One-two punch with Damian Williams. He could be a Dallas Cowboy. He could no. back up Zeke Elliott. No, no, that will not happen. You don't think that he could? No, I, he wouldn't split. It's, it's, not, it's not enough of a change of pace back. They need a young, fast guy so that if Tavon gets hurt again, then they can actually insert someone into his role. Pronounce Tavion. Tavion. Get that drop. That's Jerry cool. Jones saying Tavion Austin. That's the funniest shit ever. Have you ever heard that, Brandon? No, what's that one? I'm just trying to stall long enough for Johnny to pull it up. Jerry Jones calling Tavon Tavion repeatedly on the radio in Dallas, like, I don't know, back in October or November. I think I missed that one. No? Well, Johnny never found that drop, so to hear it, you'll have to wait until... <laughs> Get out of my sight, you fuck.
dismissed. Dismissed. Smoke weed every day. <laughs>